Well, let's pray that the Lord will work through me. Father, I just thank you for your goodness to your people, that you love them with an everlasting love. And I thank you that as I minister your word, they'll be encouraged, they'll be excited to follow you and see the promises that you have laid out for them are true and they can claim them for the glory of God. In Jesus' name we pray and all agreed said, amen. amen. So we're going to talk about adventures in faith. How many of you like adventure? Yes? When you go on vacation, do you like an adventure? But you like a controlled adventure, right? You don't like it where you don't really know what's going to happen. That, that's kind of scary. You know, my wife and I, we've, be, we've been in trips and vacations where we didn't know what was going to happen, and sometimes the worst happens. So we like to control it a little bit. But with the Lord, even though you make a mistake, he seems to turn it around for your good. And so we have adventures in faith, and the good thing that we know is that God is with us everywhere we go. He's watching over us. He's there to help us. He's there to, to deliver us, to walk with us. The Bible says, what? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So you can call out to God even in the midst of your adventure when it's not going exactly the way you want it, as planned. So he says, Lo, I am with you, even until the end of time. So a lot of people don't like to go in airplanes because they said, Lo, I am with you. And so high, we don't know what's going to happen. But no, that's... Seriously, <laughs> the Bible says, that's just to loosen you up a little bit, to see if you're paying attention. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Christina. Thank you very much. But, but the Bible says that we, he formed us in our mother's womb. We, we are fearfully and wonderfully made for a purpose. He didn't just make us and throw us out there and say, well, you know, like a little guppy, go see what's going to happen. No. He, the Bible says that even a little sparrow doesn't fall to the ground without it being the Father's will. He knows exactly what's happening in each and every one of our lives. He's watching over us, and he's just trying to get us to the point where we can get to where we, we find his purpose in our life. Amen? Our job is to find the Lord's will, even in the midst of our situations. Now, even though we're going through our own personal struggles, God has an ultimate mission and purpose for us. And let's see what it looks like here in this scripture. This next slide says in Mark 16 and verse 15, And he said unto them, Go ye. Now, who's he talking about? Ye. Is it, was it just the 12 disciples, or was it all of us that call upon the name of the Lord throughout all generations? Go ye. That's King James meaning you. Go. You, you go. You go into all the world. And maybe you can't go to Africa, maybe you can't go to China, but you can go to your world, wherever you go. When you go to the market, when you go get ice cream, when you go to the restaurant, when you go to Kaiser, when you go to wherever you go, as you go, preach the gospel. Amen? We could insert in there, hand out invitation cards and smile. You say, well, I'm not qualified. I'm not, I'm not educated. Uh, I don't know the Bible that well. I don't know the Lord that well. But you know something. And all you need to do is just say those two things. I'd like to invite you to church, and here's the details of our service, and on the back there's some videos that you can, you know, listen to and watch 
about life's tough questions. And on, our services are listed in the front. So would you like one of these cards? Yes, I would. And you have to, I think Rosie was saying a while before, you study the person. You kind of study, what, is this the kind of person that you know, would want to receive this? Or what are, their, what are their interests? You kind of hook up with their psyche, if you know what I mean. And it takes a little bit of practice to figure out, you know, how that person uh, would receive you. And, but my wife, when we went out together, she didn't bother with that. She just said, I want to invite you to our church here. And they're just so excited to receive a card. Because, you know, you, it's in love, right? It's the right spirit. And you learn as you go. You might make a mistake here and there. But you know what? You learn, okay, don't say that. Say this. This works. They like that. But we notice when you talk about the videos on the back, their eyes light up. Oh, okay. That's all we have to do is make sure that we have their eyes. Now, it says, go ye. Now, a lot of people will ignore that scripture and say, that doesn't apply to me. But you know, uh, Robert De Niro, in his famous movie, says, you talking to me? You, you talking to me? Who are you talking to? You talking to me? Yes, the Lord is talking to you. <laughs> go you into all the world. Amen. You can't dodge it. You can't move aside and say, no, that wasn't for me. I didn't read that. I heard this about Thomas Jefferson, that he took the Bible and he cut out the, the scriptures that he liked and he made his own Bible out of it. And he pasted it on and that was the scriptures that he looked at. He didn't look at the, the whole Bible. So some people will say, I'll just ignore Mark 16, 15. And then when you get to heaven, the Lord's going to say, well, what did you do about Mark 16, 15, about going into all the world? Oh, well, uh, I, I, I didn't think that was for me. Well, weren't you at New Heart Foursquare Church, August 27th, when Pastor Chuck was <laughs> preaching this message? <laughs> yes, I was. Well, that, that means go ye. Now, you ever been in a, in a gathering, sometimes in a church gathering, and the man of God will have a word of knowledge for somebody, and they say, well, lady, lady in the second row, I have a word for you, and you're me? You talking to me? Yeah, lady, lady, lady in the red, red dress. Yeah, you, oh, me. Oh, okay. So do, do we need to actually go out and have the finger of God come on you and say, go ye? <laughs> How much more direct can you get, right? I remember when I was bleeding for cancer, uh, to be delivered from cancer in my throat. I was confessing it, believing it, and the word of knowledge came to a man of God, when I was in the service, he said, there's somebody here who has a lump on their throat. I didn't have to wonder, like, is that me? I said, excuse me, that is, pardon me. Pray, brother, pray. <laughs> so, some people take it to an extreme, like, you know, okay, we want to pray for those that have bad backs. Guy comes up, well, my arm's hurting. No, I said bad backs, you know. Actually, this is my commission to pastoring. You know, they say, did you get a word from the Lord that you're supposed to be a pastor? Yeah, go ye. I said, that's for me. I can go ye and preach the gospel, but it was confirmed as I went along. But you can take a scripture and make it yours and move out in it. Praise God. So you can go ye into all the world. They say, well, I'm not able I'm not talented. I don't talk so good. It's not my gifting. I'm shy. Oh, excuse me. God forgot to put that in there. Go ye into all the world, except unless you're shy, untalented, you know, don't look too good, you know, all these things that we use as excuses. And Moses had five excuses when the Lord actually appeared to him. And one of them was, can you send somebody else? I just really don't want to do that. 
And what, is, what was God's reaction? Oh, okay, I'll get somebody else. No, he said, what's wrong with you? There's your brother. You, you two go together. He was mad. God was mad. Do you feel the anger? He's mad. If you just sit on your rusty dusty, amen? You got to get off your blessed assurance and go out and do something. And what we find out is that when we activate you to go do these things, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you and He works through you and you feel so good about doing the Lord's work. You forget about your problems and God said, listen, I need to keep this guy in operation and working his body, his mind, his finances because he's working for me. You know, there's fringe benefits for working for God. He wants to keep you in the business. Now, there was one apostle, Apostle Andrew, who all he did, he didn't preach, he didn't heal, he just led people to Christ. He said, come and see, you know, what glorious things the Lord is doing. And so sometimes that's all you do. You just pass out the card and say, come and see what the Lord is doing at New Heart Foursquare Church. I believe we have a good church. We have a good spirit. We operate in love. We're a family. We love one another. We help one another. And so this is, you know, if I, if I was going to choose a church, this is where I would come. Because I believe what God is doing here is special, and God's going to increase this and multiply us. But he, I can't do it all. I need you. And the Bible says that the pastor is supposed to edify the body of Christ, equip them to do the work of the ministry. So I have to do my job to equip you to be able to go out. So I give you cards. I give you information. I give you the spirit. I give you the word. And all I'm saying is what? Go ye into all the world. So... You have to know that in the next scripture, the next slide says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? I, I can do it. I, I can, you know, that's, I, my whole life is I can do it. You know, I'm not that tall. You know, I'm not that strong. And <laughs> we're playing basketball, and it's been a while since I've been playing, so I told the guy there, I said, I need to work on my muscle memory. He goes, you don't have any muscle or any memory. <laughs> I said, I said oh, that's not fair. But you can do all things. And that's what I've always believed when I was growing up. So I, I was able to play junior college baseball. You know, I played high school. I played junior college. I was going to play college, but I went to Long Beach State, and I saw how big and how good they were. I said, okay, I guess this is the end of the rope. So then I went into co-ed softball. Praise the Lord. So... Um, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Here's another scripture. Uh, the next slide says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So you have to find out some way, God, how can I get this done? How can you come in me and so that I can have the victory overcoming the situations, the fear that I'm trying to have? You know, my son and I, we were watching, I, I was barely watching this war movie yesterday. And war is no joke. I mean, when they shoot you, you die, okay? That's just a, and it's usually not like one bullet, like they blow up your chest or something, and it's like, oh, my God. We're in the army of Christ, but it's not that bad. People don't blow you up. Here in America, anyway, they may give you a bad look, or no, I don't want it, but very rarely. But that doesn't hurt, does it? No, not in the whole scheme of things. In working for God, they're not going to whip you, beat you, torture you, or crucify you, all they're going to do is maybe give you a bad look. But so we're in some insurmountable odds. Is that right? Let's look at it. What if you're facing this kind of guy right here? I can do all things. 
through Christ who strengthens me. Is that right? How are you going to take this man down? Well, what did David say when he was going to fight Goliath? Who are you, uncircumcised Philistine? No covenant with God. I'm going to take your head off. So this guy doesn't look like he's afraid. He looks a little short, but he doesn't look like he's afraid. Now, remember the children of Israel, when God gave them the promised land, they said, we can't take it because there's giants in the land. We look like grasshoppers in their sight. And God said, oh, oh, okay, well, you just, uh, you know, chill for a while and we'll see how. No, he said, I'm mad at you. You're not even going to get into the promised land. He was mad at him. You're not trusting in me. So you're going to walk around this desert for 40 years, round and round and round you go. Where you stop, nobody knows. So they were grounded. You ever been grounded? Remember when you were growing up, you got grounded? You can't go out? People call you up, you want to go to the mall, you want to go to the party? No, I can't go out. Why? I'm grounded. And that's what happened to Moses when they were going to go into the promised land. They said, come on, Moses. He says, oh, no, I got grounded because I didn't believe the Lord. I struck the rock instead of speaking to it. So God, you know, he doesn't make an exception. He wants you to believe as you go in. Praise the Lord. Well, what if the, what if, let's see the next slide. What, what if the, you feel too small in the sight of your opponent? What, what do you do? Is this guy going to win or what? I don't know. It depends on what he believes, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't know. He can just go underneath his legs and come around. I don't know. But God, God has a way. You have to look for a way. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the next scriptures. Now, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Does it say sometimes, maybe, always causes you to triumph? Now, like I said, I was a big baseball fan. And let's see the next slide. What does it say here? In baseball, how many strikes you're out? Three strikes you're out. Is that right? Is there ever an exception? No. Three strikes you're out. Now, look at the face on this guy. Does he, is he depressed? And the catcher, he's, he's going to throw it around the horn. He struck out. You ever feel like you struck out? Well, I found out, because here's what happens when you strike out. What does the umpire do? You're out of there! And that's final, isn't it? There's no mercy on that. It's like, oh, can I just have another swing? You know, come on. <laughs> How many, you know, when your parents uh, punished you, did you, get a, did you look for their mercy? I remember when I was a kid, I, was, um, I liked the Three Stooges. And they, 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 you know, the poke, poke him in the eye? And they go like this. Or, and so they, they would hit, hit him like this, right? So I had a little sister that was six years younger than me. So I was playing Three Stooges with her, and I went, boop, and it went right in her eye. And boy, did she cry. Ah! I go, no, glory, glory. <laughs> My sister had an unusual relationship with me because she never argued with me for ever. Never had an argument with me. She always agreed with me. She always did what I wanted her to do. For some reason, it didn't carry over into our marriage, but it's a... <laughs> anyway, my, wife, my sister would do everything that I asked her to do. So when she was crying, I was trying to tell her, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. She wouldn't be quiet. My mom comes running, what happened? I go, oh, I was praying three stooges and I poked her in the eye. My mom said, okay, you know what? 
you're not watching the Three Stooges for a whole year. I go, what? A whole year? You've got to be kidding me. What kind of punishment is that? And then towards the end of the year, the Three Stooges had a movie called Three Stooges Goes to the Moon. And I'm going like, Mom, I've got to go see that movie. She goes, your year is not up. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Mom. She did finally let me go. But sometimes I found out that three strikes and you're out is not a Christian principle because what I learned was you keep swinging until you hit the ball. You, 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 it's not three strikes, you're out. It's I'm going to keep swinging until I hit the ball, right? So if you don't do things exactly right, if it's not going your way, I mean, we were in the community center for 12 years. We just kept on swinging. We were here for a year. We just kept on swinging. Now all of a sudden we put our sign up there. It belongs to us. Praise the Lord. There's pastors that are in the foursquare. How did you get that building? I don't know. I just kept on swinging. I kept on believing. I kept going to the meetings. I kept uh, making fellowship and friends with people. And God, God saw my faithfulness. Amen? And when you do that, guess what happens? People salute you. Good job, Pastor Chuck. You're faithful. But more importantly, God salutes you. God is pleased with you. God looks at you and says, you have done great things. So we have to believe that what God has put you to, he is able to complete it in your life. So let's go quickly into some uh, scriptures of encouragement. Then we're going to play a video for you. So the definition of go ye is what? Go ye into all the world. To pursue the journey on which one has entered, to continue on one's journey. Are you on a journey? Amen. Let's go to the next scripture, 1 John 3, 16. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. That means die to yourself. Don't worry about your feelings. Don't worry about how you feel. Just go forth and watch God work in your life. Amen? Next scripture, Ephesians 1.17, says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He's going to give you the spirit of wisdom on what to say. And sometimes you may not say it exactly the perfect way that you're supposed to be said. I know when I would minister to people uh, on the street, you know, sometimes I'd be fumbling around and like, oh, what, excuse, what scripture? Oh, hold on, can, hold on just a second. It's in Ephesians. No, no, it's in Romans. And they would accept the Lord. Sometimes I give my best speech ever, best minister. It's just right, perfect. And they go, nah, maybe, maybe later. I go, what? That was the best message. Ever. That was the best preaching I ever did. What do you mean never or not now? So you just get it out and God will do the, worst, the, the rest. And so... Uh, there is, let's look at the next scripture, crowns of reward. How, you like, how many of you like rewards? I like rewards. Do you like rewards? There's five crowns of reward in heaven. Let's look at them. The incorruptible crown for those who live a discipline, disciplined life. That means that you're following the Lord, you're studying your Bible, you have a good relationship with him. The crown of life for those who patiently endure trials and testings. How many of you are out there like, like that, that you're patiently enduring trials and testings? Praise the Lord. He says he wants you to have a good attitude in them. Not be complaining and murmuring like the children of Israel do, right? Oh, God, we, did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? You know, have, have you forgotten us? Have you forsaken us? 
No, God doesn't want us to have that. We want to have a crown of life and a crown of glory for those who faithfully care for the flock of God. That's, that's moi. I, I get a reward. I get a crown. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, the next uh, two are the crown of righteousness for those who love his appearing. If you're desiring and purifying yourself and seeking the Lord, there is a crown of righteousness, right standing with the Lord. Isn't that nice? You can get all five of these crowns. And then the last one is what we're talking about, the crown of rejoicing for all who are faithful soul winners. And so you get an assist when you give the invitation card out. You don't know if they're going to accept the Lord. And I, the lady that led me to the Lord or was instrumental in planting a seed in my life, she doesn't even know I got saved. She would come to the place where I was working, and she, kept, she had that Pollyanna voice, you know, oh, the Lord loves you. The Lord has a plan for your life. I go, if you only knew my plans for this weekend, the Lord is not in that at all. But I liked her spirit, her life, and her love. I said, so, so uh, you know, she would come in she, week after week, and I'd be hiding, you know, down the aisles. I'd go next long hide, just so I wouldn't have to talk with her because she was convicting. But when my life went downhill, I said, okay, Lord, I just want that same spirit that she had. She was planting seed, but she never knew I accepted the Lord. I never saw her again. I got to wait till I get to heaven and say, thank you so much for reaching out, even though I, did, I rejected you. But thank you, because you made a difference in my life. Do you want to be that person? And you say, well, I'm scared. I don't know if I can do it. Well, let's hear these last two. Um, well, this is a scripture. For what is our hope or joy or crown or rejoicing are not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming, for you are our glory and joy. 1 Thessalonians 2, 19 and 20. So you might say, well, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I don't know. Let's look at this last two uh, slides. Do you remember when you jumped off a 10-foot high dive? H how many of you have jumped off a 10-foot high dive? Let me see your hands. Okay. How many of you have not? Scaredy cat. No. <laughs> I remember when I was eight or nine years old, I got up on there and I felt like that kid. Like, oh my God, am I ever going to hit bottom? Am I going to die doing this? <laughs> Has anybody ever died doing this? <laughs> and it seemed like that the, from the top to the bottom was like five minutes. And you had that rush. I can still feel that rush. just like, <gasps> like falling in an elevator. You don't know if you're gonna, what's going to happen when you fall down. And you remember when you got to the top? and you crawled, you, you, you took little steps to get to the edge, and you're looking down, and you're going like, wow, this is really high. And there's people behind you going, come on, hurry up, come on, come on. <laughs> and then there's like four and five-year-olds, come on, go, just jump. I go, okay, ah, but you made it, right? You think, oh, I, I can't do that. Just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, try, try one. Try, try somebody that you know. Try, try a friend. See what happens. Because after you do it a couple times, guess what's going to happen? You're going to look like this. Whoa! Jump from 200 feet up. And they don't just jump straight down. They do a flip and a twist and a turnaround, and then they land in the, in the water. So you can go from a 3-foot to a 10-foot to a 200-foot jump. Why? Trusting in the Lord. Taking a step of faith. Believing that God is with you wherever you go. And the last scripture in Acts 1.8 says what? But you re shall receive power. What kind of power? Holy Ghost power. Your power, willpower, mental power? No, his power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me 
in Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth, the ends of the earth. Isn't that good news? God has a plan for you despite what you're going through, despite the, the mountains that you're facing. God says, I want to work with you. I want you to do my will, and I'll bless you. So next week, we're going to have testimony to see how well you did in reaching others, passing them out, what experiences you've had. And uh, it's just going to be a glorious time. And then next week as well, we have a special guest coming to do praise and worship. Uh, Isaac had planned on being out of town, but he's not going to be out of town. But we'd already booked a guy that sang for The Voice. He was part of The Voice, you know, that, that show, that competition. And uh, he didn't win. He went well. He's actually Dominic's friend. And so he's going to come and he's going to bless us with some singing. So invite your family and your friends to come out and hear some singing. His name is Dylan Dunlap. You can check him out on the internet. Praise the Lord. So let's pray. How many of you are excited? Yes. How many of you are enthusiastic? You know what enthusiastic means? In theosastic. In theo, in God-ism. Enthusiasm means in God. So you don't have to be like jumping up and down, but you have to have God on the inside of you infusing his power through you. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for allowing us to be used of you, to give us a program and uh, 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 tools to go out and reach those that don't know you, and even those that do know you, that they can know you even better. So Lord, I thank you that you empower your people to go out and do the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ, to bring them closer to you. We thank you, Lord God, that you're doing the work through us and we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And all agreed, said, Amen. Amen.